You are listening to a Blazing Caribou Studios production. All right, just got back from the river. Got a big old leech right between my toes. Ugh. Yuck. So, we're going to take the salt. We'll see how quick it takes for this leech to come off with a little bit of salt. Ugh. Oh, boy. Oh, he's not liking that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yuck. And... Poor little leech. And he's off. He's off. There he is. A couple seconds. That's it. Ugh. Yucky. Well, hello and welcome back to the Varmint's Podcast, wherein we do a whole bunch of research to educate ourselves and you, the listener, on all things that creep, crawl, slither, fly, jump, hop, and swim on this planet, one animal at a time. My name is Paul, and I am not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I am also not an animal expert. I have failed once again to become one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Not again. Uh, again. I know. <laughs> I, I feel impatient about it myself. Sorry about that, man. <laughs> well, today we're talking about the good old leechity leech. Oh, warm, fuzzy little leeches. <laughs> How cute. Oh, aren't they adorable? <laughs> but first, the news. This is Varman's Headline News with your anchorman. Some guy named Paul. Thank you, Matthew. So a trained beagle was sniffing around the Pearson International Airport in Toronto when it suddenly smelled something a little unexpected. The dog sat right next to the traveler, which alerted the Canadian Border Services Agency. And when they opened the man's bags, they found 5,000 live leeches, making the traveler Canada's first known illegal leech importer. <laughs> oh my gosh. The man was charged with illegally importing an internationally regulated species without the required permits. Oh. The man claimed that the leeches in his possession were for personal use and that their wastewater would enrich his orchids. The old uh, orchid excuse. <laughs> but I'm sure that the customs guys were like, eh, and? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... It turns out the species of leech were the southern medicinal leech and the European medicinal leech, suggesting that he was probably going to sell them. Ew. Leeches for medicinal use go for $10 a pop. I bet you didn't know that. No, I didn't either. I didn't know that, and that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Canadian officials didn't want to kill the leeches. They didn't want to release them into the wild. So a museum adopted 50 of them. Another 1,000 of them went to the American Museum of Natural History. And the other 3,950 leeches still need a home. So if you're a nice person and you would like to adopt a tank full of leeches, we can help put you in touch. Well, they are a, still used in some limited medical capacities. They should check with the hospitals, you know? Yeah, I, they should. But yeah. apparently they're, they're still stuck with all these leeches. Huh, weird. Yeah. Well, you know. 
There you go. How about a tank full of leeches? They can't be too hard to feed, or... I mean, you could probably fit a lot of them in one tank. Ugh. <laughs> okay. I've I'm gonna got take a tank, a no. and it doesn't have anything in it right now, <laughs> but the space is reserved for some future goldfish, so I don't think I'll be doing that. That would be really emo, uh, having a tank full of leeches. Yeah, that would, and I, I mean, I'm getting like a blue Oranda goldfish, which is like <laughs> a goldfish on like Technicolor, you know, so... All right, well, maybe somebody else will want a tank full of leeches. Yeah, if our minions, maybe you want a tank full of leeches. Give these we'll guys a call. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. All right, well, just a reminder, everybody, to go to blazingcariboustudios.com for links to our audio and our show notes for today's episode. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at, at varmintspodcast, all one word, and at varmintspodcast at gmail.com for questions, comments, stories, and suggestionies. I run a Pinterest board for every animal, and I, uh, the link for that is usually at the bottom of the show notes of every episode. And, man, it's going to be interesting to try to find interesting Pinterest <laughs> pictures of this one, I'm telling yep. you. Eek. <laughs> And if you want Varmint's merchandise, go over to tpublic.com and put Varmint's into the search engine. You will find all sorts of wonderful merchandise there. Totally amazing stuff. I saw a tote bag today on our discussion group. Black tote yeah. bag with some of the new logo rearrangements on it. It looked gorgeous. It was totally amazing. It was totally amazing. <laughs> If you like the show, why not tell a friend about us and introduce them to the podcast? We are everywhere that podcasts are found, and word of mouth is the best way to help us grow. And we want to thank our Patreon supporters for giving us a little bit of money every month so that we can continue to pay for hosting fees and to have merch and all kinds of cool stuff. Katie and Christine recently upped their pledge a little bit, so thank you to both of them. If you want to help out our podcast, even though you're already getting it for free and you always will get it for free, you can do that. Patreon.com slash varmints. We do appreciate it so very much. And now let's learn about leeches. Ugh. Hey! Hey! Let's go get educated on some animals. I know you wanna. <laughs> So we are talking about leeches today. Leeches are blood-sucking worms with segmented bodies. They belong to annelids, which is the same large classification of worms like earthworms and certain oceanic worms. 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 Leeches can primarily be found in freshwater lakes, ponds, or rivers all around the world. They range in size from two-tenths of an inch, or about five millimeters, to nearly 18 inches, or 45 centimeters long. And they have two characteristic suckers located at either end of their bodies. The word leech comes from the Middle English word lech, or leech, which literally means blood-sucking worm. <laughs> <laughs> there are no male or female leeches, they're just leeches. And I couldn't find what a baby leech or a group of leeches is called. Right. Baby leeches, maybe we call them leech... Leechings, leechlings, leechlings, leecheritos, <laughs> Leech, leechlets. <laughs> Somebody online recommended that a group of leeches should be called leech, 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 leech. <laughs> I think they should be called. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. 
Yuck. That's it. <laughs> Ugh. Yuck. We're going to be doing that a lot this episode. So those characteristic suckas that you were talking about on either end of their body? Yes. At least for the class Hyrunidea, which is the medical leeches, the ones that shuck blood. Not all of them shuck blood, you know. What? Yeah, there's many, ah. many, many species, and only, only one or two are bloodsuckers. Huh. Yes. The medicinal leech is what we're talking about, and that's probably what most people are gonna think about when we, when we have this. But remember, that's only one species. There are many, 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 many species of them. The characteristic that separates them from earthworms, as I was saying, is their possession of an anterior and posterior sucker. <laughs> so posterior means the rear sucker. Right. They have a butt sucker. Yeah, they have a butt sucker. The, <laughs> the butt sucker, or rear suction cup, helps it move on along and cling to a host. But the reason why these medicinal reaches are so interesting to doctors is because their anterior, or front sucker, houses three little sharp teeth. They are able to feed for 30 minutes to six hours or more, and they wow. can take in several times their body weight. Another important part of the, of the front sucker, the anterior sucker, is their saliva. So here's the key about the leeches. Okay. Their saliva contains about 100 pharmacologically active subs substances. Wow. Which include all sorts of stuff like vasodilators, anesthetics, antibacterials, and collagenase. All sorts of stuff. So these substances are injected into the human body while the animal is sucking blood. And furthermore, the proteins in the leech saliva help a little bit to numb pain, not a great deal, but a little bit, and reduce the swelling, which is one of the major reasons that they were used during the Civil War. So, interesting, interesting. stuff. Wow. Yeah, useful little suckers. <laughs> sure are. <laughs> So leeches are annelids, a lot like, well, just like earthworms. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to talk about another way that leeches are different than earthworms. So earthworms have a primitive nervous system called a diffuse nervous system. So in earthworms, you have like a ventral nerve cord, which is sort of like a, a very primitive spinal cord. They have sensory and motor nerve fibers that kind of branch off from that and at one end there is a cerebral ganglia which is like a very primitive brain it's essentially a bundle of nerve cells and synapses just kind of clumped together right so an earthworm has 100 body segments on the outside and it also has 100 segments on the inside and then this ganglia and this network of nerves that all work together to make that worm move and eat and make little worms well, unlike earthworms, leeches have a hundred or more external body segments, but on the inside, it only has 32 segments in, the, in their body. Instead of having one cerebral ganglia, each of these 32 segments has its own connected ganglia. So its own little bundle of nerve cells that control it independently of the other 32 segments. So you have all 32 segments with their own ganglia, they're all receiving signals and reacting and they're doing their own thing instead of working together. That means that anatomically speaking, the leech has one brain that is split into 32 parts. Wow. But physiologically, leeches have 32 brains. 
<laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. That's really interesting, yeah. Yeah. So, different leech therapies are being explored in modern medicine. We certainly don't use them the way that people did in history, i.e. bleeding people, because they thought that they thought that their illnesses were because they had bad blood, or ba right. ba bad humors, which blood is one of the old classical humors, right? Yeah, and they would put your arm over a bowl and just yeah, drain just... your blood into a bowl. I think that's how George Washington died. Or they would cut you, or they would Probably give not. you leeches to do it. And right. The leeches, they do, their saliva does appear to have some medically effective stuff in it, but they are still doing a ton of research on it. And just so that our listeners know, there is no, there's no standard leech therapy protocol for anything in medicine. <laughs> there's just nothing but research. It's probably useful for a whole bunch of stuff, but you know, there's no standard that you're going to study in medical school. Like, this is what you'll study leeches for. This is all, and it's all a little bit scattershot right now. So um, maybe in a few right. years there will be better research, and I'm sure that I didn't get specific enough to go and look at what might be really working. But take a look at it yourself and do some Googles, and I think you'll find that it's a pretty interesting topic. Yeah. There, there may have been some effect to these in history which made them made the doctors kind of keep using them they might have just sort of incidentally been helpful for several different things that were just coincidence or or just observationally okay uh, but they were never ever they were never ever separating bad good blood from good blood or something like that 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 doesn't happen that's not actually possible so right yeah which is one of those things that was a kind of a mistake that kind of worked sometimes and so yeah, so they kept using them for a really long time, and we're using them still a little bit today, and they can be pretty effective, I guess. So yeah. we'll just have to see. The article that I mentioned in the beginning, the man that smuggled the leeches, I think the article suggested that he was selling them to for like alternative medicine. Yeah, there's some evidence that it works for stuff like osteoarthritis and yeah. stuff like that, and that's because of the drugs inside its saliva, again. So... You know, as long as it's not illegal, it's probably not super harmful as long as they're not carrying any diseases or something. But and so it's the sort of thing that if you if you have a condition that you think might that leech saliva might benefit you in some way, you should probably discuss it with your doctor. And <laughs> yeah. Bring paperwork, bring research if you can find it that applies to your situation. And if it's not super, if it's not harmful. They might say, go for it. You never know. But the doctor yep. needs to know what you're doing all the time, no, more, no matter what it is. So, yeah, <laughs> check it out. Hey, Doc. Hey, Doc, I want to put leeches on my body. Yeah. Yeah. Just say the saliva contains some, you know, X, Y, Z substances, which I think might help with this and that. And well, what do yeah. you think? You know? Go in a little bit more educated than, hey, Doc, I want to just put leeches on my body. Yeah, a little bit better. Yeah. Be your own advocate. <laughs> we always got to say that. Remember yeah. that. Yeah. So, totally interesting stuff. <laughs> it's disclaimer time. The Varmint podcast knows it's not fair to compare animal intelligence to human intelligence. But then again, we only have the yardstick of ourselves to go by. So we're going to do it anyway. Indeed. We're going to do it anyway. We are. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know what we gave earthworms. I just, I, and I, I think you gave jellyfish a one. And yeah. I'm pretty sure they're down there. Yeah. They're just little little 
little things, little leeches that just kind of do their they're, thing. They're worms with 30 brains that got nothing going on inside of them. <laughs> None of those 32 brains are doing anything but making sure that leech can live long enough to make little leeches. That's all. Find That's the food, find other leeches. That's all we need. That's it. We don't need them to do our tax forms for us. Yeah, so we, I think it's safe to say that these guys are not going to be, you know, they're not going to be doing your investment banking or anything like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to talk about leeches and pop culture and a couple other things, but we're going to do that right after this. I'm Heather. And I'm Rochelle. And, and we're, we're the, the hosts of Nature vs. Narcissism. A true crime podcast mixed with some dark humor. Sometimes we have alcohol. Sometimes we have guests. Sacramento, California. Canton, Michigan. Green River, Honolulu, Hawaii. Omaha, Nebraska. Niagara, North Dakota. Gloucester, United Kingdom. Dakota County, Wyoming. Epizoyacan, Hidalgo, Mexico. Flint, Michigan. Boston, Massachusetts. Phoenix, Arizona. Woodruff, South Carolina. Todmorden, York. Hudson Valley, New York. In season two, we will examine notorious killers in cities across the globe from A to Z. We'll delve into their criminal history as well as their upbringing to try to determine why these killers commit these violent acts. Was it nature? Was it nurture? Or was, or was it, it plain, plain old narcissism? narcissism? Find us on your favorite podcast streaming service or visit murder.ly. Hey there everyone, Paul and Don are a couple of nerds just like you, and they don't get to see animals up close and in person very often. So let's talk about where we all see them most of the time, on movies, TV, comic books, toys and video games. Alright, so my pop culture pick this week comes from the X-Men. Hmm. There is a character called Leech that is in the X-Men universe. <laughs> Leech played a pivotal role in the 2006 movie X-Men The Last Stand as a target of Magneto. Ah. How much do you know about the uh, X-Men, Donna? You know, probably not as much as a lot of nerds out there, but quite a bit. I used to read the comics in the late 80s when my friend had a comic book subscription to several different comics and the X-Men comics were among the ones that we used to read and so I was really into the whole Jean Grey Phoenix thing and I remember mostly about that and I liked Rogue and a whole bunch of other people but it has been a very long time since I have read any of it and I do not remember this guy so yeah all I know is really from the movies, and I haven't really seen many of the movies. So I've I'm seen kind of... some of the movies, but yeah. I don't think any. Of, I I don't think I've seen this one. So, okay. Yeah. So if you know less about X Men than Donna or I do, I'll give you a little bit of backstory. So Magneto's basic backstory is that he is having a stand against humans due to him being part of the Holocaust, and in his mind, humans are known to hate and fear mutants. So he's the main bad guy, and he wants the mutants to just take over the world and no more humans. He's the main bad guy. Other mutants joined him and formed the Brotherhood of Mutants, and that became a terrorist organization. 
fighting for mutant supremacy over humans. Yes. Magneto wanted Leech dead because of his one ability. Leech creates a field surrounding him that nullifies the superpowers of other mutants within his range. So if you're a mutant and you get within a certain distance of Leech, your powers disappear. This power, however, cannot be controlled at his will. So Magneto wants this kid dead, and the X-Men, whose main goal it is, is to maintain peaceful human and mutant relations, have to protect him and get him to safety, which they do. Leech was orphaned because of his mutation, so his real name and his parents are unknown. He's usually just called Jimmy. In the movie, he is a young boy with a bald head, and in the comics, he's depicted as a little green alien-looking guy. Huh. Yeah. I don't remember this at all. Isn't it crazy how much you forget? Well, he's kind of like a B-list member of the X-Men, and unless you're a real uber-fan of the X-Men, you've probably never heard of this guy. I've never heard of this guy. I didn't even know he existed. Right. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many X-Men comics and variations of, of X-Men yeah. comics and all that stuff, too, so... And there's probably somebody out there who's really into the X-Men that is losing their mind right now. And I'm I want to sure. say to them... I'm absolutely sure. Yeah. So, person, I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. We can't but... all be as informed about this stuff <laughs> yeah. as you are. It's not possible. <laughs> so here's the thing. In the movie, Leech is completely silent. He's been in X-Men animated cartoons, but I couldn't find any sound clips of those. He's mainly in the comics, which don't make any noise at all, so hmm. I don't have a sound clip for Leech. Ah. Yeah. Well, poop. Yeah, I don't I don't remember this guy. Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes it goes that way. Yeah, it does. Then again, I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old to be bothered with remembering things anymore. Alright. Who are you, by the way? <laughs> okay, let's see. I want to talk today about the show called The Worst Jobs in History. Oh, no. It is a British television sh show that was hosted by Tony Robinson on Channel 4 in Britain. And you probably know Tony Robinson as the guy that played Baldrick in the Blackadder television series oh i thought it was the the motivational speaker guy no no no, no. this guy's actually really fun yes okay. remember <laughs> baldrick yeah unlike the motivational speaker this guy's actually fun he had a cunning plan remember yes i do remember <laughs> well he's done all sorts of history tv show he had a, like a long-running archaeology tv show called time team which i love and he's done all sorts of history projects, and this is one of them. British television series about the worst jobs in history. <laughs> and it was really <laughs> cool, actually, because he would go out and do some of the worst jobs in history with historical recreationists. Oh, wow. Yeah, really neat. So you're going to hear a little clip, which is from an episode where they dealt with people and their the jobs that had to do with medicinal or medical leeches in the Middle Ages. So we'll take a listen to a little clip. How about a few of these if you don't fancy walking around with a bottle of aspirin? Leeches. In the medieval period, <laughs> these were a staple medical treatment. 
The idea was that as they sucked the blood out of you, they'd suck the badness out as well. In fact, they were so popular that it brings me on to my next disgusting job, leech collector. <laughs> By the 20th century, leeches were almost declared extinct, so I'm heading for one of the few spots left for a leech safari. Romney Marshes in Kent, with Ranger Owen Lation. Oh, nice smell. <laughs> I'm practically up to the top of my waders in one step. What sort of people would have been leech gatherers? They would have been professionals, but there would also have been people like Thatchers, who would have had leeches stuck to them as they were collecting all these reeds and sedges, and they would have passed them on to dealers. You could have made a lot of money out of these reeds <laughs> if you're a Thatcher, couldn't you? <laughs> Still have a nice bit of pin money from the uh, leeches on your feet. Apparently, if we jiggle around a lot, then the leeches will think that we're cows or sheep or something and they'll come down to the water's edge to have a drink and they'll come up from the bottom and attach themselves onto us. Mind you, they wouldn't have waders in the Middle Ages. No, they? they wouldn't, no. They would have had Scottish women in northern England, Lake District and Yorkshire. They would have gone to some of these good leech areas and they would have gone in <laughs> barefoot into these marshy areas looking for leeches. What are leeches? They're worms with character. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway, like that. I encourage you to watch this show. It's all on YouTube, available to everyone, and so, so funny. One of my favorite guys ever. The good Tony Robinson, not the evil Tony Robinson. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. He's, he's so cool. <laughs> You'll get sucked into a vortex of Tony Robinson historical shows, so just be warned. Sucked into a vortex. I see what you did there. Mm -hmm. You didn't mean <laughs> to do it, but I see what you did there. Well, how do you know that I didn't? <laughs> Would you eat it in a box? Would you eat it with a fox? Would you eat the fox? Would you eat it? I think I know what you're going to say. I mean, I'd have to be really hungry, but yeah, no. <laughs> no. Well, oh. if you are really, really, really in a bind and you need to eat something, Field and Stream recommends this. Ugh. Grubs, worms, leeches, and beetle larvae have a slime factor that can cause a gag reflex and should either be swallowed without chewing or mashed into a paste and cook cooked crisply. Ew. Okay. Gross. So, so now you know. Yeah, I would. I. I cannot imagine eating leeches for any reason. I think I'll just. I think I'll just starve. Yeah. Now you know. <laughs> is your brain a repository of useless information like mine is? Silly question. Of course it is. <laughs> well, let's help you win that next trivia night, shall we? Or perhaps we could just make you sound like the smartest person in the room. With this, the Animal Fact of the Week. Don't you think that Toph should be a game show host? <laughs> He'd be great. Yeah, I, I agree. I want it. <coughs> make it happen! <laughs> Alright, there really shouldn't be any leeches in your mouth for any reason. Hmm. But what happens if you accidentally swallow a leech? I don't know. Does it... Does it... Does it suck the blood out of your stomach? Well, I'll tell you, it happens more often than you think. <laughs>
Oh. And it seems like a thing that should that just it should not happen, but it happens. I guess if people are swimming regularly in leachy water. It. That's it. Yeah. So the first recorded case of this happened in 1895 when an officer of the British Indian Army asked the army surgeon to help him with an unusual medical complaint from one of the locals who was an elderly man. Hmm. When the surgeon got close, the man immediately spat out a mouthful of thick, blackened blood. Oh. The surgeon asked a few questions and found out that 11 days earlier, the man had been drinking out of a, a rainwater tank when he felt something catch in his throat. No! He tried to cough it out, he could feel it moving around, and it caused him to just gag and, and barf, and it was a leech. Oh. So the, the surgeon got out some forceps, he grabbed the leech, and with, as the article says, considerable force, Ugh. removed the leech, which was some three inches long. <laughs> uh, there so you go, old chap. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> so that was 1895. So that's not happening now, right? No. <laughs> I bet it happened again, though. Uh, in 2002, a group of doctors reported the case of a six-year-old Syrian boy who had trouble breathing. The village doctor misdiagnosed him with asthma. The doctors were able to remove the almost three-inch leech from the boy's airway. He had been drinking from a leech-infested stream, and he made a full recovery. Oh, dear. 2009, the same thing happened to an 11-year-old Iranian boy. That leech was only about an inch long. That boy had been swimming in a freshwater lake, and he made a full recovery, too. In 2013, a 7-year-old Ethiopian boy had contact with an unprotected source of spring water that was used for watering animals. They got that leech out. Full recovery. Wow. In 2014, this is my favorite one. In 2014, a Scottish woman who was backpacking through Southeast Asia began having nosebleeds. She had had a motorbike crash, and she just thought it was a burst blood vessel from that. She was taking a shower when she realized that the dark blob that was wriggling in her nose that she thought was just a blood clot was a three-inch leech that had been living there for a month. Wow. <laughs> yeah. If you get a leech on your body, the best way to remove it, as you heard in the beginning, is with table salt. A little sprinkling of salt on the leech will cause it to let go voluntarily. If you suspect that you have picked up a leech in your nose or throat, there is no danger of picking up a disease from a leech because of all the things you mentioned at the beginning. They're very, they're actually, you can't, you just can't get a disease from a leech from them right. clasping onto you. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, you'll still want to get to a doctor. They'll use forceps to remove the leech, and they will send you on your merry way. Ugh, that is frightening. <laughs> it is. And they're in freshwater all over the world. Yeah. So if you're in freshwater, just don't, don't swallow any of it. Don't, just don't. Just yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to just add, though, we remember saying that all leeches don't suck blood there is the the other kind of leech the air deliforms they are amphibious worm leeches that are carnivorous and they eat larvae mollusks and stuff like that oh okay yeah so yeah cool yeah and then there's some in the the they're in the like i cannot pronounce these these groups of <laughs> critters. Glossophonidae, freshwater leeches that are mostly parasitic 
on turtles and stuff like that. Uh, and then there's ones that are parasitic on fish and stuff like that. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Tens of different types of leeches. <laughs> and they're all really not very cute. No, none of them were cute. They don't have to be. No. Nope. That's fine. They're ugly. No body shaming. <laughs> they look like leeches. And they're probably very attractive to other leeches. <laughs> what? There are also some terrestrial leeches, by the way. No, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up with a few interesting facts about leeches. Yep, because we're probably not going to be coming back to this one. Yeah, I don't think ever. so. I think, yeah. Yep. So, every continent on the planet has leeches. Yep. With the exception of Antarctica. Yep. Novelist Amy Tan has her own species of leech named after her. No kidding. Yeah, land-based leeches made an appearance in her book called Saving Fish from Drowning. And that put her in leech researchers' good graces. So, they, when they, uh, some researchers identified a new species of tiny terrestrial leeches, they gave the leech Tan's name. Aww. And she said that she loved it. She said, I am thrilled to be immortalized as the Catan, the, I can't pronounce this, Catan Abdella Tanay. <laughs> That's cool. And she says she's, she's now planning to take a trip to Queensland, Australia where she hopes to take leisurely walks through the jungle accompanied by a dozen or so of my namesake feeding on my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She's amazing. They can get pretty big. The giant Amazon leech can grow up to 18 inches and live up to 20 years. And yes, Ugh. this one's a blood feeder. Ugh. Good lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Scientists thought the species was extinct until a zoologist found two specimens in the 70s, one of whom he named Grandma Moses. And this isn't made up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they had to mention that, but they, I guess they figured I don't know. they're not going to believe this. We better tell them. I'll put the <laughs> article on the show notes so you guys can oh, take a look at it. It's really interesting. I hope he didn't find it the hard way. Mm, no. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they make good bait. Many walleye anglers swear by leeches. So that's huh. pretty interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Sometimes leeches are a little bit endangered in depending on what area you're in, right? And so okay. this they a CBS News interviewed a tackle shop owner about an absence of leeches in his area, and he called it the worst nightmare in the bait industry. So oh, it no. be really popular. Oh. Clay Groves, let us know if you've used leeches for bait, please. For sure. Report in. We did talk earlier, I think in the description, about how they're all hermaphroditic. Yeah, I said there was no male or female leeches. Yeah. 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 The specifics of mating vary by the species, but most twine themselves around each other and trade little sperm packets. Right. Kind of like earthworms. When we talked about earthworms, they do that. They just kind of get in a big slimy pile and squirm and, and trade sperm. Yep, that's how it is. Yep. That's how it is. Some species make pretty surprisingly caring parents. There's a whole family of leeches that when they lay their eggs will cover them with their own bodies. Huh. And they lay the eggs 
cover them with their bodies and they fan the eggs to prevent fungus and bacteria from getting on them. And when they hatch, they attach to the parent. They're not feeding on the parent, they're just hanging on. And then when the parent leech goes for its next blood meal, they carry the offspring with them. And that's how they, that's how the little ones get to the food. I don't know if and that's terrifying or cute. It's sort of, I don't know, but it, she, the scientist says it's pretty profound parental care for an invertebrate. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. Leech scientists use themselves as bait. <laughs> 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 so the scientist did this article, which is, her name is, her last name is Sidall. The, the interview asked her if if the leeches feed on them, and she said, oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you might be the next to discover a new species. Despite living side by side with leeches for thousands of years, we've still got a lot to learn about them. Scientists are aware of about 700 different species, but they know there are lots more out there. She said, I tell you what I wish for, if you ever get fed on by a leech, rather than tearing it off and burning it and throwing it in the trash, Maybe observe it and see if you can see any color patterns. Understand there's a real possibility it could be a new species. So watch them, let them finish. They're not going <laughs> to take much blood, and who knows? It could be scientifically useful. <laughs> you know? And if it's not, then just dump salt on them. Nah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine oh just sitting there and going, Well, I guess I'll let it finish, and... Then call my local ecologist. <laughs> no, I cannot imagine that at all. Uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> ah, leeches. I love animals so much, but there's a there's a there's a limit. <laughs> nah, you if don't it, have to love them. You just kind of have to support them. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, if a leech is is attached to me, I'm going for the salt shaker. You know, I think I might be able to sit there and put up with it and see if there's color patterns. I might be able to. I'd have to. Okay. I'd have to actually experience it because I actually feel like if it's useful to science, I might be willing to put up with a lot. So, <laughs> maybe? But Fair you know, enough. I'm a dedicated indoorsman, like Toph, so it's unlikely <laughs> I will ever have leech experience. <laughs> In fact, somebody trying to convince me to walk through a river where there might be leeches, I can't imagine ever being in that situation. Like, <laughs> no. We have hotels for a reason. So. I like doing a lot of things just for the experience. I don't really want the experience of having a leech attached to me. No, but I'm surprised you wouldn't eat them. I mean, almost everything's in the food box, so... Yeah, everything but leeches. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm no, not in the food box. <laughs> Sur surprisingly enough, I'm not eating leeches. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for listening to our podcast today. We are brought to you with technical support by Matthew Chomo, bed music by Kevin McLeod. Our logo was created by Imran Javed. Our vocal talent today was Carrie McGinnis, Stacy and Frosty, Chris Green, and Justine Santiago. Wahoo! Now it's time for the Rugrat Corner. If you have a Rugrat who is eight years of age or younger and they want to be on our podcast, send us a message on Facebook or email us at barmanspodcast at gmail.com for details. We make it very easy for your Rugrat to hear their voice on our podcast. Do it! 
Yeah, this week's Rugrat is Izzy. Izzy has something to say about leeches. Can't wait. What I think about leeches is I don't think they're that safe. I think they're dangerous because they suck your blood. I know that they have tiny little teeth inside the bottom of them, and you can get them from going inside lakes, and they latch onto your skin, and they're black, and they look like a little raindrop. Leeches. Oh, <laughs> leeches. They suck all your blood. They live in the mud. You can find them in rivers and ponds. Leeches. <laughs> I think I'll go to the beaches. Uh. <laughs> is that an original piece from Izzy? How great is that? That is amazing. <laughs> Izzy lives here in Florida. She has her own podcast. Ah. Yes, it's called the Reporting Live Podcast, and it, <laughs> she does interviews, and this kid sounds like a professional. She is awesome. Excellent. Thank you very yes. much, Izzy. Thank you, Izzy. Thanks, everybody, again for listening, and until next time. Be nice to animals. You've been listening to a Blazing Caribou Studios production. Support and subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash blazingcariboustudios.